This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Okay, Sean Pendergast is gone for one more day. He'll be back tomorrow. Sean Bajani has been filling in brilliantly for him in the last couple days. John Harris did on Thursday. So uh, I've had fun. I've learned a lot from both Sean and John these last few days. Um, Sean, I sometimes I know I'm a little bit older than you, but I feel like you're more mature than me. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, Car- the Carolina Panthers. I'll take it. Uh, the Carolina Panthers trade up to number one overall. They trade a first rounder, a couple second rounders, and DJ Moore, the wide receiver, to the Bears, um, presumably to draft the quarterback. Although, as reports come out that they actually don't even know who they want to draft yet or which quarterback they like, uh, there's a, been a little bit more confusion thrown into the mix. Personally, I still think that they're going to draft a quarterback. I think. There's so much smoke that the Panthers like C.J. Stroud. I, it's hard for me not to believe it. Um, and yet, we've seen the smoke be really, really wrong at times. Um, you know, most notably when the 49ers supposedly were in love with Mac Jones and then ended up drafting Trey Lance. I, I do think, though, that the Texans... I haven't heard an argument yet that makes me feel like this should affect the Texans at all. Um, in that... Some of that is based on all these mock drafts that before any of this had the Texans taking Bryce Young. So now it just looks like it's too easy that, all right, the Panthers like C.J. Stroud, the Texans like Bryce Young, bada-bing, bada-boom, there you go. Yeah. Where, where am I flawed in this? What am, I, what am I overthinking or not thinking about enough? I, you know, in regards to your thoughts on it not affecting the Texans, uh, you know, we're just kind of talking through this at this point. It's still early. Uh, I've tried to dissect this as best as possible. I I don't see a way in which this changes anything for the Texans. I mean, they're still number two. They still had to make a decision, um, you know, on which quarterback they like. And if they yeah. know already, then that's maybe the only thing that would affect the Texans if they know they're in love with Bryce and they were planning on doing everything in their power to move up to that number one spot, the ask is now bigger because Carolina getting in while the get was good. They set the bar for the market on what it was going to take to move up to that number one spot. Maybe they did it because they're sold on a guy from the combine. Maybe they did it because as I said, the get was good and all they did was drive the market up. You're still a month and a half removed from the April 27th first round of the draft. 
All that's going to happen between now and then is desperation and want and need. It's going to set in. And if it's the Texans, if it's the Colts, if it's the Raiders talking themselves into, damn, we need that number one spot. They're going to blow the socks off of the Panthers with an amazing deal. Yeah. Can you do better than two ones, two twos, and a, right, right. a really good wide there's, receiver? <laughs> there's there's no way in hell they do that. I just don't, man. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's any chance in hell. I think the tech, I the the feeling I was getting, um, the vibe that I was getting in general was that the Texans weren't going to be moving up. That regardless of whether they like a particular quarterback or not. Um, and the arguments for Bryce Young make a lot of sense in terms of just like the old, the Patriots ethos and all of that. Uh, Nick Casario, you know, at times has talked about he cares a lot more about performance than the, the measurables. Um, it's just tricky when it comes down to height and body weight. That's not even like the normal measurable you're talking about. Usually you're, you're talking about the combine scores and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Texans stay put. I, I think they end up drafting a quarterback. I think even if Bryce Young goes number one overall, that they would still – probably like C.J. Stroud enough, even if he's not their favorite, to take him and see what happens with him. What it. if they don't have to I, worry about that, Seth, though? Yeah. Because, right. you know, you ask the question, how does this affect the Texans? Maybe it doesn't at all. They don't have to all. worry about it. Yeah. Maybe they don't have to worry about it if right. you believe Vegas, and Vegas says C.J. Stroud's the favorite for the number one overall pick. The Panthers like him. That's why they moved up. It's a beautiful thing if you're the Texans, right, that – now you don't have to do anything. You can stay put at two, and you get your guy yeah. in Bryce Young. Um, text message, Vegas had CJ rocket up the odds boards as soon as the Panthers made the trade. I know. I know. But, like, Vegas is wrong about this stuff a lot on futures markets. That's where I just don't. Um, look at Vegas again with Trey Lance and, to the 49ers. Mac Jones was the guy. People were convinced of it. So the group think this time of year is so extreme that I just, I can't trust or believe any of that. Right. And that's why I'm just, I'm not buying it. There's time, there's still more time. I think that last year, the last couple of years, there have been a lot of trades and moves that felt like, oh my gosh, I never would have seen that coming. So I'm still, I'm still open to believing that, that man, there's, there's something that's going to be, I never saw that coming. I, I do think that the Texans end up being, if anything, most likely to trade back from 12 um, uh, then, then up, up or down from number two overall. I think the, the they feel good enough about the quarterback situation with those two top guys that they're going to take one of those guys. I'm yeah. not the, the the other the the thing that you sent me that was a minor news item this weekend. More out of it because it's a it's just an oddity and something you don't expect to see. Was that the Buccaneers? Uh, this is where the the verbiage is what caught me. The Buccaneers expect to target QB Maker May- Baker Mayfield as potential starter. Like, Do you really have to target Baker Mayfield? Is this something that like we're going to set our <laughs> sights on Baker Mayfield? That's it. We're going for Baker Mayfield. We're going to dial in on him and target Baker Mayfield. I, I like. I think you you bring him in and you give him a flyer at the job, right? You let Kyle Trask and him compete, and and then there you have it. I just uh, I don't know about targeting. Yeah, and and maybe even that's a little early. You know, um, it is just March 13th. Uh, Targeting Baker Mayfield, you've got uh, who? Uh, Oh, God. Uh, Andy Dalton out there as well for the get. Um, There's probably two or three handful of other quarterbacks, right? You you know what? You know, I saw mentioned for the Texans that intrigued me was uh, Mike White, the quarterback of the Jets. That guy? (laughs) 
The guy that yeah. nobody knew existed until Robert Salas said, him. "Yeah, we're going to play." Everybody him. loved him afterward <laughs> because he was out because he was out playing Zach Wilson. He's like, I don't know if I don't know if Zach. The problem with Mike White is that he uh, he's got he's too courageous. He was taking so much abuse. Like I, like he got injured, and nobody was surprised. And so he was, he was running all over there. the place, diving, yeah. leaping over guys. Yeah, he was shooting his shot. You know, I don't know. It, this is where I'm torn. If the Texans play a rookie, I think they'll play him right away. I think either C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young are polished enough that you feel fine putting him in there. You know, Deshaun, in a lot of ways, was coming out of a system at Clemson that is so college and so simplistic in so many ways that I don't care who you are or what your football IQ is, it's hard to make that transition. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but whereas Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, especially Bryce Young having – Having played under Bill O'Brien, having, I'm sure, had multiple conversations about the next level and, you know, how you apply some of the things there, I think you play him right away. If the Texans were going to take – I almost feel like if the Texans sign Jimmy Garoppolo, it means they're drafting Anthony Richardson. If the Texans sign – there was that report last week that the, the, the Texans were making – there was a push within the building to sign Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not, I'm not buying it. I think that that's um, – I think maybe somebody suggested it. Or maybe some one person thinks it's a good idea, but that it doesn't make a lot of sense. If you're going to bring in a bridge quarterback, I don't need a guy that's perpetually injured. Or there might have been a push from somebody within the Texans organization to sign Jimmy Garoppolo before Nick Casario was like, bro, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Maybe Bobby Slowick feels comfortable. I could see that. that. This is the classic situation where there's a reason a GM is a GM and there's a reason a coach is a coach. Maybe D'Amico or Bobby Slowick thought, like, hey, look, Jimmy knows the system. It would be really helpful if we had him there and he could help, you know, smooth the transition. And that's where the GM has to say, look, yes, those are all valid arguments, but um, Garoppolo's injured all the time. Uh, we saw, I mean, Julian Edelman wasn't all that impressed with Jimmy Garoppolo's toughness Uh um you know who knows maybe that's maybe they've got some other kind of grudge but maybe he's also not the kind of guy that Casario wants in here um and then also it would be like okay if Garoppolo is available at the right price then so be it but there's probably some team out there that's gonna be you know maybe it's Josh McDaniels that'll throw stupid money at him and you just don't want to do that right now yeah uh circling back to the Baker Mayfield report about how the Bucks are quote-unquote targeting him potentially yeah According to NFL media, the Buccaneers are planning to absorb the entirety of Tom Brady's $35 million uh, salary in 2023. And I was reading this report, and it was suggesting that the Buccaneers don't have to do that, or they didn't have to do that. They could have saved, you know, around $23 million in cap space if, in fact, they would have gone to Brady and said, hey, let's restructure this deal uh, you know, lessen our cap hit, and we'll stay afloat. Now, with the Buccaneers doing this, absorbing this cap hit, now they're going to be in a rebuild. Is Baker Mayfield ripe to be a quarterback on a rebuilding Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh, yeah, team? No kidding. You know what yeah. I mean? Like for <laughs> yeah, a guy like that, <laughs> for, for a guy that maybe I'm the only one, maybe I'm in the minority. I thought he helped himself out pretty well going to L.A. and stepping in as quickly as he did, learning the McVay system. I thought he'd helped himself this year on the open market to 
at least land an opportunity to be the number one guy, but not necessarily on a team that is rebuilding, but maybe sort of a bridge type of situation. Yeah, I don't, it's tough. Um, Okay, if you talk about him on a rebuilding squad, I think the problem there is, all right, the the attitude is going to be the question mark with Baker Mayfield, Mm -hmm. and he's never been a guy that's handled adversity all that well, you know? and it's easy. It's easy when you're a short timer. It's easy when you're brought in and expectations are low to to just go ahead and put your best foot forward. So I don't know if that's the same as really gutting it out on a bad team for an entire year, especially if maybe you know, if, like maybe if the wide receivers aren't seeing eye to eye with you. I don't know how heavy those guys in uh, in Tampa are gonna like. How are the receivers in Tampa gonna operate this year if uh, if it's another weird season like yeah, that? Yeah. Um, but I do think that I think that he has matured, I'm sure. Like sometimes just kind of getting kidney punched a few times will do that to you. <laughs> and it's gonna be a low cost gamble on a guy that at times when he was in Cleveland looked like he could be like I mean, there was there was genuine debate about whether the Browns should have paid him going into that fourth season or not already because yeah, right. he'd shown promise um obviously at times when he was healthy and when the team around him was good. It'll be um I, I also think I also think that Geno Smith has teams now like reevaluating things. Like, okay, we we might have written off Geno Smith, but look at what he did now. Let's uh, let's be sure we eight exam, years like, after the leave, fact. <laughs> yeah, leave no stone unturned until we're sure a guy is actually out. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 